Hear now the words of the witches. The secrets we hid in the 90s and aughts. Vintage TV is invoked here. The great work of magic is sought. Bring us your powers, you sisters three. Wait, 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 wait. Are we doing witchcraft? No, bitch, it's a podcast about charm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Yujun Zulu. Hello, I'm Nick Probst. And this is... The Podcast of Shadows. Well, hi, Nick. Oh my god, you're just, you're just, you're just Nick today. I'm just Nick today. Hello, Michan. Or, or, or should I call you, um, what's your drag name? Oh, Gloria Holt. I have to say, <laughs> you looked so pretty. Um. Oh, thank you. Um, no, so I'm, I'm so excited that we're back together again today. Um, we have a fantastic oh. guest coming up. She is, yes, we she's do. a writer, comedian. There's so many talented people out there and they are doing the most, mm-hmm. you know, interesting things, but then also like not at the same time. And it's always inspirational to talk to someone that is like just working on their own stuff. Oh, hundred percent. I love it. And cause it kind of helps with networking, but also it's just good to chat with people who are like-minded, who are driven doing the same or similar kind of things that we're into. So um, we're going to have Megan Rico today, and we're going to get into some Native American folklore. Getting that Wendigo magic in our bodies. <laughs> Such a fun name, too, because, like, what did I, I looked up Wendigo, and um, wow. it was really funny because it has, it like, the, the name of the magical creature. Have you ever heard of, like, Algonquin? Yes. It, it's, like, related to that. And I always thought that that was, like, just... Algonquin to me sounds like Eastern European, but apparently it's Native American, mm-hmm. so I was just completely wrong. I mean, it's a very unique kind of word, and it's very pretty. So it's, it can be hard to tell for sure, yeah. but that's great. I mean, I love when Charmed taps into other mythologies and stuff and finds inspiration through other things, because it can be educational, and it's just neat. <laughs> well, that is awesome. Um, all right, well, let's get into it, and then we'll catch each other on the flip side. Hello, Nick. Hello, Mijan. How are you? I am so excited. Um, we have a stellar guest today. I'm just, I, I have very few words um, because my I'm full of emotion. I'm also full of emotion. All the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so let's not waste any time. Megan, welcome. I can make sounds now? Yes, yes, please make all the sounds. Come on out here. I'm here. Oh, I'm coming out on a stage. You guys can't see us, so you don't know. I'm wearing a sparkly dress. Oh, I'm doing a little twirl. Someone's throwing oh. roses at me. Oh. Amazing. Oh my gosh, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that that was quite the entrance. I'm I'm very impressed. You uh mm-hmm. you, you went to the nines for this interview. It's great. Yeah. I just love, uh, I love radio. I love podcasts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Speaking of which, um, that is how we came together. Um, yeah. Megan is the super talented uh, co-conspirator of Kip Jones <laughs> in space. I mean, it's it's basically the coolest podcast in serial and this podcast. So I'm really excited <laughs> that, you know, we're working together on multiple mediums. I mean, or yeah. projects. This is the same yeah. medium. <laughs> It's the only medium we work on. 
Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. Before we jump into things, though, I want to ask a couple of questions. One, am I yelling? Um, no. I was recently told that I'm a that I yell when I talk, especially when I'm on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I, it was one of those things where I was like, I guess that's true, but I won't feel bad about it. I just wanted to know if I'm aggressively <laughs> screaming at you guys. Well, I mean, I feel like. I feel like I can hear you well. Mm. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually find that when it comes to podcasts, being quiet is not your friend. Mm. Um, sometimes, you know, when people have that really quiet voice and it's just like this, <laughs> it doesn't play in a podcast. It really doesn't. Well, no. I don't want to feel like someone's like whispering over my shoulder and like making mouth sounds in my ear. Like, I hate that. Yeah. It's gross. We're not doing ASMR here. This is no. uh, this is a normal podcast. Yeah, you- normal podcast that will never make as much money as an ASMR video. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that the perfect volume is it's literally like you're having like an excited conversation with your friend and that is never quiet. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. See, Mijan, I feel like you and I are on the same page. I know I feel like we're both of the higher volume mm-hmm. part of the population. Mm-hmm. But Nick, I don't know you at all, so who? Uh, you're a, a wild card for me. <laughs> well, well, that started in podcast. No. <laughs> no, I know we don't know each other at all. Only through this. This yeah. is, um, and this is my first foray into podcasting. Oh um, I was once a guest on someone's, but it was them practicing how to make a podcast. So it's like not, <laughs> not public or anything. Uh, they just interviewed me as practice. So um, was this yeah, person me? No, this was uh, uh, my friend Blake and uh, uh, his friend Nick, who's also my friend. But they, <laughs> they were what, I don't even know if they're still doing a podcast though. But they were practicing with me, and maybe it was so bad they were like, "Let's not ever do this again." No. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, to explain, um, so uh, this is basically just an excuse for everyone that I know to meet each other, um, because Nick and I did a couple um, UCB sketch shows together. Mm-hmm. Um, Love it. it was so funny that I was like, Aww. if I do a podcast, I need this man to be by my side. <laughs> Into a legal podcast relationship. You're not allowed <laughs> to podcast without him. <laughs> yes, yes. We have a binding contract. Sealed in blood. Yeah. So this is, I mean, this is the, it's the story. I'm just trying to bring all the comedians together. Like I want all the funny in one place and for us to change the mm. world through humor. We did it. Oh my God. The phrase all the funny makes my skin crawl and it's mostly because um i'm from miami and when i was in college there was only like one improv theater there and it was called just the funny uh-huh. and uh mm. it was, it's just a very cheesy name for a place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in case you're wondering what you're getting into here <laughs> they still exist and they're all very nice people and I shouldn't have talked shit about their name. Well, sometimes it's not the name, it's 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 how you use it, you know, and what right. yeah, you, you you can yeah, I, I am I'm backtracking for you. Um <laughs> but um that gives me a, a wonderful thing to do when I go to Miami the next time. I'm so excited. Just the funny. Oh yeah. Ooh, I've I've never been, so I'm gonna have to find out what's funny there on my own. Do you side. think that's like a just the tip joke? No, I can speak 100% confidently that it is not anything other than what someone thought was like a cool name for a comedy club. (laughs) 
All right, well, we have we kind of have a doozy of an episode today because it's like Is it? So I have no point of reference. This is great. Where do where can we fill That's you good. in? How many episodes are in a season? This is like a, a classic kind of show, so I feel like a ton, yeah, right? So many. It's like, yeah, it's like, like it's twenty two. Unheard of in these days for any TV show to mm-hmm. get twenty two episodes yeah. in their first season. Like this is insane. Yeah, everyone's like, I'll give you six and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, like no one trusts mm-hmm. people to make TV anymore. Whereas like charmed their first season like 25 like it just never seemed to end oh how fun but yeah so i guess i'm coming in my first episode of charmed i've ever seen ever is like pretty much basically the midpoint of the first season oh yeah it's about there i have to say i feel like back in this day even if they got like the go-ahead to make the first thing the, the first season they only really shoot like six and then if it gets canceled mid-season, they just, you know, don't release everything. Mm. This, to me, in watching it, feels like their second pass. Because in the previous episode, they start killing off, like, major characters from the first season. Um, like, Prue has this boss named Rex, who, like, is introduced in the beginning as, like, he's going to be her boss for the season, and they just probably already talked about this, but no professional person can be named Rex. That just like, <laughs> okay. You can't be like, I'm your boss, and my name is a dog's name. Rex. <laughs> well, he's a he's a he's British, so it's you know it's like a it's like a pet name. It's just his yeah, name yeah. is Rex they have different roles. Buckland. It's like a it's like called he he was it was like that or Reginald. <laughs> oh, yeah. Buckland of Buckland's I don't know auction mm-hmm. house. Yes, correct. Okay, okay, okay. Getting backstories, details, filling in the blanks. <laughs> um, but what's so funny, so like two episodes ago, they like killed her boss. I was like, well, how does she still work at Buckland's if Buckland is dead? Like, Or like, or like it turned out to be some guy who actually killed the actual Buckland and then disappeared. Like, it's yeah. just so... And they and they don't go into it. Just like the the bank manager comes and starts running the auction house, like she's the CEO. She's great. Yeah, yeah that's she's very cool. That's why she's around because yeah. of the catastrophe that happened with the people impersonating the people in charge of the auction house, and then they died. So that's why she's here. Great. Um, who is she? She looks so familiar. Is she Angela like the mom from Heroes? Yes. 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 Um, she's great. Anytime you need like a like a no nonsense rich lady. I feel like she's your go-to. Mm-hmm. I said this as oh, well. Yeah. I'm like, this is her MO. She just goes around being like the spoiled mom. Or not the spoiled mom. Like the rich mom who's like disappointed with her children. Yeah, yeah. Who's like, I, you can't marry her. If you marry her, I'll disown yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's so good at it. And the funniest thing is she kind of looks the same. Oh, yeah. She is not aged. Well, also, I don't know. When was Charmed filmed? I mean, it looks very 1995. Yeah, it's like late 90s, yeah. Well, yeah, but Heroes was in, like, the 2000s, so, like, it was, like, Mm -hmm. 10 years later, and, like, nothing changed. Mm -hmm. Wow, amazing. She has that, all that money she gets from playing that role, (laughs) you know? And the other funny thing is she also played, like, someone's mom. uh, Oh, Phoebe's, like boyfriend's mom her name was bitsy (laughs) which is also a name that you would give to like an upper class housewife woman oh yeah for sure Uh, that's like a name of a bygone era like i feel like bitsies don't exist anymore you know like it was such a specific sort of like old money 
Reg oh, very much. Like it sounds like Muffy and things like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Your Muffy's your best. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Chip, Trip, and uh, Kip. <laughs> yeah, male versions yeah. of it. I guess it's when you like have so much money, you're like, my kid can be named a ridiculous thing, like Rex, <laughs> <laughs> because their future is in the bag. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're creating a character right now. <laughs> yeah. I actually, since I've never watched it, I was really, I didn't know that, I didn't know the names of the main characters. And gotta say, great names. <laughs> all P's, all different P's. Oh, so mm-hmm. You know what's funny, though? I feel like it must have been really hard to do this because there aren't that many P names. Yeah, well, they really stretched. I mean, have you met a fucking Prue ever in your no, life? I'm mean, usually like 80 years old. Yeah, it's short for Prudence, but that's like no one oh. is also named Prudence. It's a Beatles song and right. then only 80 plus year old people. So. <laughs> you only get to be you have to like graduate into the name prudence you have to like on your 75th yeah. birthday a fairy visits right. you and it's like you now prudence. that's like that's like thinking about a baby girl being born and named linda or something oh linda like you, yeah you don't name a, a baby linda but someone does somebody you know? oh, somebody does i know <laughs> i think a really good one is like gretchen gretchen i know a gretchen it's a great yeah, name. that's that one is a little more on the timeless side i feel like you think where it's like it, it also sounds old-fashioned for sure but like i know people in their 20s who are gretchen you well, know no, i mean i feel mm-hmm. like if mean girls hadn't happened would that have gotten its new life ah good point good point but also i don't know because the parents weren't the people watching mean girls i feel no, like. but I, I feel like it breathed new life into it like it gave it a cultural currency that it didn't have like yeah. it was losing yeah. it was losing it really fast and then it got onto a like a major movie and they're like no yeah gretchen yeah it's cute. I will say that because of Mean Girls, I see Gretchen's. You get I. If someone tells me that they know a Gretchen, I'm immediately picturing a specific type of person, <laughs> and it's a much like crotchetier, like catty person. And I think that that's fully. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. But um, to get back to the Windigo, <laughs> yeah. the, the Gretchens are kind of catty. They're kind of selfish, maybe manipulative, which is totally what a Windigo is. It's like a crazed human being. Mm. I will say I'm amazed at, no, I guess I'm not because it all makes sense later. I was going to say that I'm amazed at like the ease with which everyone was just like, all right, we got a Windigo. I 100% believe this and don't have to be convinced at all. <laughs> but it's the FBI lady. Spoiler alert. Uh-huh. No, so actually, I kind of felt like this episode, like, didn't give, like, everything was too easy. Yeah, it was so easy. The way that Piper gets trapped, I mean, they start out like it's like a horror movie. Piper is literally just in the dark with, like, a broken tire on the side of a road. You know, Mm. she's like, I'll be fine. But (laughs) literally, the lines in the script sound like a horror movie. I'm standing alone, and all you have is a wooden spoon. Also, can we talk about what, what, was she, was she going to like a late night baking convention? Like, why does she have a, why is that like the only thing in her trunk? <laughs> well, she's, she, she was a chef. She is no longer. She was a chef. So it makes sense that she would have uh, cooking things in her car. But I also think it's kind of, that does make sense. No, no, no. But like, she was a chef. She hasn't been a mm-hmm. chef for like six months. It's actually really preposterous. The chef of the restaurant that yeah. she works at 
up and decided to leave and go to France, like to leave the country, Just, like like an embezzler has disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't know why he's running away, but he is. He's just, he's just gone. <laughs> and then because of this, even though she's the sous chef, they can't hire another manager, so they make her the manager of the restaurant, so she can't cook anymore. Mm-hmm. But she wants to cook. She doesn't want to be like a managerial person. Yeah, is that yeah she wanted to be a chef. That was her dream. And she interviewed as a chef to work at this restaurant. But then because this other guy disappears, she becomes the de facto, like, manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's business manager. No, uh, but honestly, like, this would never happen. Like, if it was, like, at a super high-class restaurant, like, those are different lanes. You would just never have the chef, you would never have the chef interacting with customers about no. like, where to seat tables and stuff. Yeah. That, that's, no, it's front of house, back of house. There's a clear right. delineation. That, that's yeah. so, like, disrespectful to Piper. Yeah. Like, being realistically, yeah. yeah. Also, Piper, best name oh. out of the three of them. That was, oh, the, I, it's the only, I mean, besides yeah, Phoebe, because yeah. we know a Phoebe and Phoebes are great. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if we didn't know a Phoebe, fuck yeah. the name. <laughs> um, Phoebe is a great name, but goddamn, if I wouldn't love to be a Piper. So I am harping on this. I have been thinking a lot about changing my name lately and just like the logistics mm-hmm. of that. Piper's a good one. I actually know someone that changed her name and it worked out pretty well. Really? Nice. Yeah. Her her name originally was like Amanda Williams or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, she's a play, she's a uh, not a playwright, but she writes music for musicals. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a creative and um, she also has, um, she's from the South and she has like heritage from New Orleans. And so she has all these Cajun names in her family. So she did a callback to like her grandmother's <laughs> last name, which was uh, Dupuy. Dupuy. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I, I speak French, but I cannot pronounce this last name. <laughs> um, and then she chose the name Dax. So it's Dak Dupini. I mean, that's That's, so fucking cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. It's a great name for an artist. It like celebrates her Cajun ancestry. Mm -hmm. And she's no longer like Amanda Williams. Right, which like who is she? You know what I mean? Like who's Amanda Williams? That is anyone. Right. There's gotta be a lot of Amanda Williams. But oh, Dax Dupuy. That's like so (laughs) that's like hot. I know. I and of it. course she's like of course she's gorgeous and has like mm-hmm. this it's like short, you know, haircut with like Ooh. gorgeous features and sure. she's super talented and amazing. So like so fall in love with Dax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened. I all yeah. three of us are already in love and we don't Great, we're gonna have to fight. <laughs> no, we can do like a, a large thruple. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Yeah. A quadruple. A quadruple. A quadruple is just a large thruple. <laughs> So wait, uh, one more question about Dax, and then we can get back to the Wendigo. Um, what does do do people like her friends and stuff now? Just call her Dax. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. This is happening. You can just do it. You know. I'm gonna do it, and I'm just gonna have a party, uh, a, a name change party, where I announce it to everyone. Ooh. It's gonna be great. That That's would fun. actually work pretty well, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just have to do it all at once and be like, "This mm-hmm. is my name now." Yeah, and also I have to like not care. That people are going to be like, that's stupid. Why'd you change your name? Because you didn't like it. That's dumb. Uh, Uh, This is my name now. (laughs) People do it all the time. I mean, we live in a gender fluid world. Like people are born and their names are like Billy and Bob. And they're like, no, my name is Brenda. Yeah, that's true. 
Make it yours. Yeah. All right, guys, you'll be invited. So. Yes. <laughs> also, I'm going to change my name to Wendigo. <laughs> mm. Wendigo Rico. Wendigo Rico. That almost, that almost does sound like a drag queen name. Like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Wendigo. <laughs> oh my god speaking of drag i know we're, we're full of tangents today but uh, nick just posted an epic photo of himself in drag and oh, I did. and i also did drag um very recently um and Are there photos? i want to see these photos nick what did you post it on uh instagram what is your Instagram? Plug your Instagram for oh, the people yes, yes. for me. Um, it's at Chick Fil A. No, I'm just kidding. Oh um, my God! <laughs> never say that again. Oh. Uh, it is at N E P R O B S T. So just N E, and then my last name Probst. Probst. Got it. Okay, Nick Probst. That's a name that sounds very familiar. Do I know you? Maybe. Let's find I, out. Hmm. No, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria Hall? Yes. <laughs> what a good name. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I've heard. Okay, right. we can get back to it now. This is everything. <laughs> <laughs> your sweet drag face while we have this conversation. Oh my God, Michon, you are gorgeous. Thank you. Ah! Holy shit, Michon. No, no, that's... That's unfair because you are already such a statuesque, like, Greek sculpture of a person. So, of course, when you're in drag, it's just, like, insane. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you! Uh, when is this? I was really fishy this weekend. It was intense. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to have to do a Charmed Live show. <gasps> I know, right? Yes, in drag. Oh, my God, Mijan. <laughs> Amazing. What's your drag name? Uh, Filet Mijon. I mean, I mean, amazing. Because I'm fishy. Oh. oh my God. I love that so much. Wow. It's great. Okay. Cool. So, uh, charmed uh, live show in drag. Be there, be square. Yes, you're so going to do this. If you want to be a drag king, you can like be Leo or something or Andy Trudeau. Oh my god, my dream come true. Oh my god. Or you don't have to. You can do whatever you want. I want to be a drag king. Do it, please. Oh my god. Okay, so when to go? Yeah. <laughs> when to go? Um, when to go back to the subject I had. So the I was just saying that like. The premise of this episode is just like it's 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 like it's like Piper is just not aware that like danger exists, which is so dumb because she's a witch that battles demons. <sighs> she's just hanging out uh, alone uh, with this car, <laughs> which already, uh, as a woman, <laughs> the scariest thing that could possibly happen. I mean, like, I mean. I, I agree with you, but I, I also feel like I'd be freaked out in the middle of the night, like, broken on a highway. Like, it's so scary. It just feels like an inevitability. Like, if it wasn't this monster, it would have been some fucking weirdo. Yeah. Right, right. 
just one it's, less, yeah, it's a weird monster trying to eat your heart out you know what i mean that's like almost less scary than just like some guy <laughs> <laughs> well i agree but i also feel like her, she's acting so calm in this situation where like i'd be like oh hell no she's like okay i'll, I'll see if i can figure it out or if not i'll call the auto club i'm like call the motherfucking auto club mm-hmm. what is, yeah, this, what is right. the delay i call triple a as soon as something goes wrong Mm-hmm. Like triple A, just to like catch up. Yeah, you know, like and they're triple A is great. It's like, and she's it's. I know that she's like on a highway, but like she's not like far outside of the city. You know what I mean? Like, Wait, is she on a highway? There's like a phone booth very nearby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Near a is. park. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like it's as if she was like driving through Central Park and her car broke down. Like that's what it feels right. like. But but no one's around. <laughs> no one's but yeah, that's the thing that I don't really get is at the top of it, she's like refusing all this help. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, girl, it's okay. Like, ask for help. The lies she's that like, you no, have I now. I need the plot to go forward. You yeah. can't help me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's why in, in this show or in horror movies or whatever, that's why people have to be dumb. Yeah, it's true. No one wants to see a horror movie about a smart person because nothing will happen. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like so weird because like, Usually Prue, like, will not let anything go underneath her nose. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this time Prue is just, like, acting like she's drunk already at the restaurant being like, where are you? Why are you taking so long? <laughs> like, <laughs> I would say there's a very fun, like, so you know when, like, uh, Piper hangs up the phone? Uh, what's her name? Is that Phoebe, the one that's Alyssa Milano? Yeah, is one Phoebe, of them Alyssa Phoebe's Milano? Alyssa Milano. Okay, so just a little tangent. All women in this world either look like Alyssa Milano or Selma Blair. Well, uh, no, what's weird is that, like, the agent comes onto the screen, and I'm like, you look like Alyssa Milano. Right. Everyone looks like, that's what a woman looked like in the 90s. Everyone just looked like Alyssa Milano. Yeah. But wait, so. Yeah. Uh, she picks up the phone, and then Alyssa Milano gets to do one of my, like, favorite things in acting, which is, like, I'm talking, and then I get hung up on, like, the, like, well, what do you, uh. And then, like, you get to stop, like, that fake interruption thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> no one's ever done that in the history of the world, and people yeah. do it so often in television. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, give me, wait, what, what do you mean? I, I'm confused. Okay, so, like, she's talking on the phone. So I'm going to be talking to you, and then I want you to just yell, like, hang up, like, if you hung up the phone. And then I'll tell you I'm okay. talking up. Where are you? I've been hang waiting up. for you so long. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> like you stop yourself from speaking <laughs> yeah and i'm like what is this this is so strange no one ever does that but i'm gonna start that is really funny <laughs> i just feel like the yeah like it just felt like that interaction was weird and then the whole ab negative thing like i hope they never mentioned blood types <laughs> again because when they said <laughs> like hey i'm ab negative that's a really rare blood type and I was like, wait a minute, did they get it right? Like, what if they got it wrong? Like, what if, because, like, Andy's like, if you need a blood donor, like, I can give blood to you. And I was like, but what if that's wrong? <laughs> like, you were just worried that they didn't actually know their blood type? No, I was just, I was worried that they were getting the blood type information wrong and they were putting it on TV. Oh, and that it was, oh. like, misinformation. Because you right. can kill <laughs> someone if you give them the wrong type of blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that like doctors are like reading textbooks and not like sure. only relying well, on I, what charm. I saw on Charmed that it should be this, <laughs> but but at the same time, for the sake of accuracy, I do see what you're saying. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think it was probably accurate. I feel like they have like a consultant. Yeah, yeah, medical consultant. Well, no, but here's the thing. So I looked it up and like, actually, you're right. AB negative can give to AB negative, which is fine. Mm. But they can also receive from A, B, and O negative. So like, it's not as if they're like struggling for blood here. Yeah, they gotcha. should have said O. Because O is like the universal donor, but only... Mm, only only o, o, yeah, only o can get o blood so i was like yeah i was like this is not a blood type that's like hard to provide for yeah super easy yeah so that's not like a huge stakes moment yeah so i didn't i didn't understand why he said that but i think it was more so like as a plot thing like oh look we're both a b yeah. negative which means that like the killer might want to kill us <laughs> <laughs> i have a question mm-hmm. how recently did uh, Inspector Trudeau, which, by the way, amazing character name. How recently did him and Prue break up? Good question. I think three episodes ago, which means yeah. it could be last week or it could have been like four months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but, and they broke up because she was like, I'm a witch and I can't tell him. Was that why? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. That, that's like, okay, okay. That's like what informs the decision. Well, they broke mm-hmm. up four episodes ago and what happened was um, Prue cast a 24-hour two-spell to find out how he would react if she told him. That's right. And he has a really bad reaction. And, uh, well, basically, I mean, I was saying, I was talking about this, and I said, mm. he has the reaction that someone has when they're not prepared for the information that they're given. So right. he's like, oh, I don't know if I'm okay with this because in my mind I had us you know, getting married and doing all this stuff. And, you know, magic is like a totally different world for me. So I, I don't, I don't like, I don't think that I'm okay with it. And she's like, are you sure? And he's like, well, yeah, for now, I guess. And then she's like, oh, well, he'll never accept it. So <laughs> she like <laughs> lets him forget and breaks up with him. And he's like, why are you breaking mm-hmm. up with me? And she's like, it's fine. <laughs> Wait, does, but is magic like known about in this world? Yes and No. no. What? Well, cool. right. It's not, it's not public knowledge. There are some people who may know things, but it's not like public. Okay. Right. Okay. 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 It just feels like everyone was very quick to believe things in this. I was like, right. what is happening? Well, well, no, but here's the thing. So Andy is like the, he's like the San Francisco detective that deals with all the ookie bookie spooky cases. Yeah. He's the Mulder. Yeah. He's with the, the yeah. Mulder. <laughs> So, like, nothing happens that's remotely magical without him being assigned to the case. And it's, like, so funny because, like, you'd think that there'd be, like, different police precincts. You'd think that there'd be multiple people on the beat. Mm -hmm. But, like, literally every time that something happens and he's like, oh, wait, is this somehow connected to Prue? What? (laughs) I can't believe my luck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm so shocked. I'm assume, I assume he has, like, other cases that we just don't see. Yeah. Right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> seem that I way. If, I wonder if, like, I'm like detective agencies, that's not what they're called. Cop? How? What is it called? Cops? <laughs> what, like the police? Detect- yeah, I wonder if the police <laughs> like... A dude that they always go to when they're like, hey, man, this thing happened. It feels pretty spooky. Why don't you check it out? Like, I wonder if that happens in real life. I mean, they do, but they also have, like, like police police have, like, spaces that they operate in. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, like, they can have, like, a special victims unit for, like, rape cases, and that's specific. 
and that makes sense. Like, oh, there's been a rape case. We're going to send our send out our, our detectives. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So they have experts. But he really seems to be like the catch-all cop of San Francisco. Man jumps out of a window. Andy's there. Gotta call Andy. Person gets killed. Andy's there. You know, like like some guy gets killed in Chinatown. Andy's there. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, like it doesn't make sense. Like he's just there for like everything that. Oh, kid gets abducted. Andy's there. You know, like. Those are three different types of cases. Right. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, no one else works here. <laughs> Literally no one, apparently. They're like really understaffed. Yeah. <laughs> They're severely understaffed. Um, but, that, but he does have FBI help in this one. For the first time, like, I mean, actually, wait, that's a different... That's a different season. There's one where, like, a kid <laughs> gets abducted and the FBI don't show up. And, like, when you when you... When you steal a child, like, isn't that a bigger crime? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know why they called the FBI in. I mean, also, there's a chance that they didn't call the FBI in, and this Wendigo was just like, I'm FBI. Oh, right. That's true. She was already in town. Yeah. I, I wrote down when she was uh, introduced, I wrote down, this FBI agent has a very dry mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by dry mouth? They are talking, and I just heard, like, her being like, and it was. <laughs> That's so funny that she has a dry mouth because later in the episode she's very thirsty. Well, here's the thing. So, as someone that hasn't watched the TV show, did you feel like it was her the second that she walked onto the screen? I mean, no. Here's when I I was like, okay, whatever. This lady. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. At 18 minutes in, I was like, it's the FBI lady. And then a minute later, it's revealed. And I'm like, Fuck. Yep. I wasn't super smart. <laughs> like that, the, it's like like when Piper's at home and not feeling well. Andy comes over and Piper says something like, "Oh, I don't know who it could be," and then she walks through the door. It's like, come on, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's like not slick. Well, it's also like, well, what character has just popped up for this episode only? Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other than the what's his name, Billy, the adult Billy who's like my uh my fiance her heart got ripped out and i'm mm -hmm. kind of torn up about it but i cannot cry as an actor and so i will not cry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. but also okay talk about teachable moments yes your fiance died if you meet another woman don't tell her that you remind her of the fiance yeah it's Ew. You remind me of a lot of my fiance is a nuts thing to say. And then immediately <laughs> wrote down, I do not believe this guy has ever been in love. <laughs> and he does that like weird little chin tap on her too, where he like taps her on the chin like uh, a little kid and then like walks away. And I'm like, these are all super red flags. Mm -hmm. Wait, he touched her? Yeah, he like, they're like talking and he's like, you remind me a lot of my fiance, blah, blah. They talk a little bit more and he's like, you stay safe. And then like taps her on the chin like in a oh my God. sort of way it's really gross here's the thing i realize this happens a lot more to women than men but i feel like she just got like uncomfortably hit on by someone that she was trying to help yeah. mm -hmm. and then she doesn't feel comfortable in sort of like rejecting him so she just has to stay silent in that pregnant pause of a moment yep. and then just carry on so agonizing so gross and then he touches her face he touches uh, his face awful oh also we skipped over something that i think is very important this was the first episode of charmed i've ever seen 
and I was really excited to see the magic, mm-hmm. right? To see where's the magic going to come into play. And the first magic that happens in this episode is Prue using it to turn the stove down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Wink! Oh, and that is something too that I thought during watching this episode. Yes, it is weird that it would be for that little thing the first time you see it in an episode. But at the same time, I thought, why aren't we seeing them use their powers all the time for everything? Yeah, for everything. Because like telekinesis is so convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, so Prue has telekinesis. Piper can freeze. She can she freeze time. slow down time. She can yeah. slow down like yeah. particles. Okay, and then and then the other one has like premonitions whenever it's convenient for the story yeah mm-hmm. exactly exactly like literally we were talking about this phoebe's needs to work out her premonition situation because yeah. it's just it's too schizophrenic yeah also like oh, it was pretty lame that that's how they solved everything she just like picks up the business card and like has a premonition and she's like this is the bad guy yeah <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like they didn't have to use their they didn't have to do anything also that b story is nuts I, I, like, didn't understand why they even needed the B story, because it takes up so much time yeah. for no reason. This is the only time that Phoebe works at the auction house with Prue. She gets the job by guilting Prue into letting her work there, does a terrible job while she's there. Yeah. She she won't. She's like, she's like I spend my whole time researching, and I didn't take any of your calls, yeah. and I didn't tell you that your boss was looking for you. But I found out that, like, this bracelet that I refused to let you sell, it yeah. used to belong to this woman. And then we can't sell the bracelet because she won't <laughs> believe us. Right, right. They brought the daughter. So it's like, what? Why did you need no. to convince this lady? You literally brought her the girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you can sell the bracelet. So weird. Right, so, right. Can we talk about this bracelet was nothing to, like, write home about. <laughs> no, it was like a Claire's bracelet. And the auction, like, the bank CEO lady, whatever, she, like, lifts it up and is like, ooh, this is so nice. This will yeah. sell so quickly. And it's like, I saw it on the dollar rack at Claire's, but... This is cute. People but also, were willing to pay way too much money for it, too. They were, like, mad. They were like, but I wanted to pay $500 for it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was literally, it was an auction of stuff that was, like, claimed, right? I don't know. I don't know where the stuff came from. I don't know anything about this auction house. Like, what is the whole deal with it? No, but literally it was, like, it's, like, stuff from old cases that, like, the city had and they wanted oh. to get rid of. So that's that's why it was there. But what's so weird, or it's like evidence from old cases that they can't give back to the people, but whatever. Um, but I just, you're right. The, the bracelet was nothing to write home about. And it had someone else's initials on it. Yeah. Like who wants to buy something? I mean, it's like, it's like, hey, honey, I got you a little gift. It's a gold bracelet and it says TL. And the wife is like, my name's fucking Brenda. Yeah. What? <laughs> you a dick lover. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, it's a TL, not a DL. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> we are all human. I want to say Quake, great name, great logo. Wow, what a, what, a, what a great decision. Oh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I love it because uh, San Francisco has earthquakes, oh. so it's not, insens- it's not insensitive at all or anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's great. You have to learn to laugh at the natural disasters that come with your hometown. 
I know. How, do you, how, how else are you going to cope? It's <laughs> so funny, though, because the, the symbol for the restaurant literally is, like, broken stone. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I think it's great. No, it's cute. I, I like to think that it was called something else. That was the original sign, and Earthquake mm-hmm. made it split in half, and they had no choice but to change the name. Yeah, like, it was called Quackers or something, and then all but <laughs> <laughs> The letters, like, fell down, and then it was left as Quake, and they were like, wait a minute, this is cute. Yeah, we like this. <laughs> This is our new thing. We're going to go with that theory. <laughs> my notes just to see like other tidbits that I wrote down. And I don't have a context for when this happens. But apparently uh, Inspector Andy Trudeau, he says mm-hmm. New Orleans really weird. Like he says it in the new and I'm like, oh, this feels very unnatural. And I feel like people <laughs> from there would have been really mad. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's probably when he's talking about the other killings. Mm-hmm. He's like, I did some research about the killings and like, here's what happens. They, it happens the day before, the day of, and the day after the full moon. And it's happened in like Chicago and blah, blah, and blah. And New Orleans. <laughs> it's New Orleans. I think I clocked that because that's a word that I avoid saying because I've never felt natural saying. Mm. I just won't. I'll be like, oh, you know, that city. <laughs> <laughs> well i think it's just because it's like too many cultures at once so it's like do you want to go the french route do you want to sound like you're from the south mm-hmm. do you want to just butcher it all together you know yeah, i'll probably just butcher it all together like fucking andy did <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but i just feel like it was the whole relationship with the with the cop was like super strange because she's like she's both hitting on him but is also like kind of sketchy yeah. Also, she's like trying to fuck on a stakeout. Yeah. I know. It's so weird. And, and like, hey, props for being a sexually aggressive person. Great. Love it. In, in a way that's like, oh, yeah, I want it and I'm in charge. That's fine. But it's like you are at work and you're in the middle of an investigation. And you're also and in the middle of the woods. Yes. <laughs> but, but, and she's like does that shock you and he and, and andy's like oh, i'm just wondering where you were when i was in college and it's weird but so weird it takes him so long to say i'm not interested in the sex that you are you've been blatantly trying to offer me for like right. good you know two hours because like <laughs> she started this she's like do you want to go in a stakeout and he's like sure we can go in a stakeout and then <laughs> he's like he's like well you know, maybe we shouldn't be here because the window goes here. And she's like, don't worry, I'll protect you. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then she literally says, you know, I I was in love, but he broke my heart. And now all I want is sex. Yeah. And then like, I mean, like he <laughs> at, at that point, he's not like, oh, wait, actually, you know that we're co-workers in this situation and I don't feel comfortable. He literally like deadpan faces and it's just like, oh, you just said that. Okay. Yeah, I think he, like, tries to let her down, like, in her own language. You know what I mean? Where he's like, oh, we're mm-hmm. talking horny words. Where were you when I was in college? But the translation is literally like, I'm too old for this shit. I'm not going to have sex with you in the woods on the job. I know, but he did, He just said, uh, he, he's, but even the way that he tongue-in-cheek says it back, I feel like it's like a bad mm-hmm. porno. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's uh, so weird. <laughs> it really is, like, porn acting, 100%. Yeah. I did like how aggressively horny she was. Like, that's fun. That's, like, a fun little yeah, trait yeah. to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Oh, God. Um, but it also makes... Well, okay, so the reason why she's like this, I guess, is because a Wendigo is supposed to have, like, insatiable hunger. So it's like, mm. you know... Or thirst. Or thirst. Um, but basically, it's actually yeah. it's actually a metaphor for people who succumb to cannibalism. What? Oh, wow. So, like, basically, it's a mythical creature native to America, specifically. So it's like a Native American mythical creature. And basically, Ooh. it's what they would refer to as, like, people who've succumbed to cannibalism, like, during the winter. Oh. Interesting. The reason why they look the way that they do is because it's, like, a person that's, like, really unkept during the winter that's been starving. Mm-hmm. And the only thing they can do is, like, eat human flesh, which isn't, like, that, you know, sustaining. <laughs> oh, wow. um, I just did a quick little Google to see if there had been an X-Files episode with a Wendigo in it. And there fully was uh, season wow. one, episode nineteen. Oh my god! Do you know how I compared? I don't know. I don't even know. Let's see. I mean, I feel like it's like a go-to mythical creature for like any supernatural show because yeah. Supernatural did a Wendigo. Oh, when, I think they called it a Wendigo episode as well. Yeah, I would like to do a podcast based only on the Wendigo episodes of different mythical shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But you know what's interesting about this one is that um, this episode was actually written by a woman. Cool. Yeah, I can kind of see that because, I don't know, like, this woman, sure, she was super horny, but it was cool that she was a lady sex monster, you know? Mm -hmm. That's, like, progressive for the 90s. Well, no, because, like, usually, I don't know when this changed, but, like, we were watching a lot of episodes early on that were, like, very, like, just, like, rapey and, like, kind of weird, at least in their premises. And then all of a sudden you have this woman whose name is Edith, writing the episode and it just doesn't it's taken a different turn and a, in a good way you know That's nice. yeah I, I think i agree with that too yeah because it's a lot of the early ones because they're primarily written by men and this is just i guess the lens they had on it was a lot of predatory stuff but in a way that like nowadays isn't as fun to watch because it's right. like it's almost it's like, like some, yeah like some sick fantasy that men are writing about it um but this one, yeah, is better because it's like it flips it, and it's like the aggressor is a woman, and when she's in human form, it's like more fun to watch. Um, so it's just like a bit more of a relief in that way. So it's also interesting though because she is still being like super, uh, like she's being super sexually like inappropriate. So is that yeah, just yeah. a running theme of this show, or is that <laughs> just like a theme of the era? Or is that a theme I, of, like, all of human history up until... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good question. Um, I think it's partially the era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Because they don't really have too, as many stories like this that have such a sexual nature, um, at, at, at least later on. That's good. Well, because it's just, like, I mean, other stuff matters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, other bad stuff can happen to people. Like, there can be other threats. It doesn't... Everything doesn't have to be all sexy. Right, right, right. Yeah, that doesn't happen too terribly often. I feel like all the Prue and Andy scenes are very sexual. Oh, for sure. But not like sex monster <clears throat> type stuff, right? Is that what we mean? Yeah, I Ooh. mean like, like, uh, yeah, like a sex monster. Because you were saying that a lot of the episodes beforehand, they're like in a lot of sort of predatory situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this one, it is a woman, but she is still like, I don't know, trying to seduce Andy and then eat his heart. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I mean, I'd rather watch this kind of episode, even if it's something sexual predatory. I, it, like this, comes, this comes off a lot better than a lot of the other ones. Oh boy. Here's the thing. In the beginning, Piper's in the, in the park and like, it's like a kind of scary situation. Cause like, you know, who hasn't heard the story of like some woman being attacked in a park mm-hmm. late at night, yeah. you know, pitch black by herself. Yeah. But she's like in that park in a, in a turtleneck and a jacket and some like painter's pants. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not sexual at all. She's just like a woman in a park. Mm-hmm. Like right. she's not like, Oh, I'm all alone in this park. Yeah. yeah. This is very different from like an earlier episode where like this woman wakes up in bed and she's in a ball gown and this guy starts slow dancing with her. Yes. And then her will. like berates her for rejecting him and then throws her off the side of a building. Yeah. Ew. Like that kind of stuff has happened. And this one, is, like, <laughs> even though she's being attacked in a park at night, at least it's from like a Bigfoot <laughs> and not, yeah. and not <laughs> a man who's saying, I'm going to steal your powers and kill you woman. Yeah. That's where she's being attacked by a lady Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, the gender roles were flipped on their heads. We're being progressive. You know, women are allowed to be sexually free as their choice. Mm-hmm. People you know? are also allowed to eat the hearts of their enemies, which they never really explain. Like Wendigos are supposed to like subsist off of human flesh, mm-hmm. human hearts so- specifically. Well, yeah, but like, I'm sorry, like just in general, they're supposed to suppose oh, real windows. You're talking about like in the real world. <laughs> oh yeah, totes. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but like this one, it's like okay, so they, so she eats the hearts of like AB negative people every full moon. What do you eat every other day of the year? Yeah, <laughs> well, I guess. How long does that keep you satisfied it's, for? Yeah, it's it's so n- nutritious that that's all you need. Yeah, <laughs> something like that, I guess. <laughs> Also, if you were part of the FBI and, like, this was your thing, couldn't you just, like, go to the morgue and, like, steal some hearts? Uh, yeah, but... Maybe it has, it has to be, have be, like, a love thing or something like that? Yeah, right? Because she was trying to get him to, like, talk about how, like, how much he loves Prue or whatever right before. Like, maybe she has to like, mm-hmm. get the heart feeling lovelorn or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think Andy was right, though, in the sense that he's like, okay... Yes, it's a supernatural being, but I think the person is psychotic mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they're trying to, like, they're actually, there's a pattern in the way that they're attacking these mm. people that is not just, like, wanton and wild. And, I mean, obviously she can't be like, oh, my God, you totally read my MO. But you it's nailed like, me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, literally, he is pointing out that he's like, sure, you're a Wendigo, but, like, you're also a little crazy. Yeah, you're not just yeah. like a regular Wendigo. You're like also a psycho. <laughs> yeah, you, you're a psychopath and you're definitely, there's like a pattern to your kills. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is why you need to die. Also, isn't it funny how they're like, they give these, they give themselves like the like the weirdest force choices. Like they're like, oh my God, there are two Wendigos. Which one do we kill? <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, uh, I think I kind of liked that because it felt like they, that was something that finally felt a little bit set up, a little mm-hmm. bit earned, where, like, when Piper first gets scratched and she's, like, turning into, like, a hairy arm Wendigo or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just kind of makes her a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're like, this isn't you, this is the Wendigo blood, and you have to fight it, you're stronger mm-hmm. than it. So then at the end, it's like, okay, she's stronger than it, and she was able to, like, use her... Witch powers, I guess? 
Well, that's not necessarily that she's stronger than it. It's actually her power kind of happens whenever she gets freaked out. Oh, so yeah. The, yeah. the Wendigo gets afraid of, is, a, is like literally afraid of fire. Like it's like really powerful, but it hates fire. Mm-hmm. So they shoot the fire at it and the Wendigo's like, ah! <laughs> so she freezes the fire. Right. <laughs> so that like it works to their advantage. And I, I do like how that plays out. Yeah, it's like a more, I was saying it's all very convenient, but it is a more fun mm-hmm. use of their powers to solve a problem than like when Phoebe picks up the business card and just sees the whole solution. I know, because it's like, oh, well, thank goodness. Now we know for sure and can just finish it because it's like deus ex machina. Yeah. Like we just need to wrap it up quick. Mm-hmm. And so that, yeah, so this is definitely a better way. And it's like cool how it's like when they're frozen uh, that Prue like pushes the flare over and hits it right in the heart. Like, I mean, that's but Prue cool. does this all the time. <laughs> They vanquished other demons where, like, someone shoots a bullet or, like, something. Yeah, And yeah. will just, like, miss it. But because it already has the forward trajectory, it will, like, hit whatever it's happening. Like, that's a, mm-hmm. that's how Rex died. Hannah jumped yeah, at yeah. the panther. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, this was a whole thing. <laughs> Hannah was a panther. She jumped. Rex is a British... <laughs> But literally, no, literally, this, there's a demon that turned into a panther and then jumped, like ready to like bite someone's neck off. They froze uh-huh. her, then they moved the the evil guy underneath her, and then mm-hmm. you know, like even if if a panther like jumps on you, I guess maybe like she didn't realize that she jumped on Rex, but um, mm-hmm. like I mean, if if the panther, she's not away. Yeah, she's like. She attacks him, but she doesn't realize that it's him. So she's basically, like, killing him because Prue moves him. And it's so hard to explain. (laughs) I have a question about the world and the rules of this world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do all witches get, like, one superpower in addition to... Because they all... Like, they're witches, right? So can... They can, like, cast spells and things out of books, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. But they also all get, like, one special power in addition? Yes and no. Yeah, yeah. They have, yeah, they they have, like, a power. Like, a specialty thing, like the freezing, the telekinesis, the premonitions. Mm-hmm. And then they can also, like, make magic potions. They can, like, cast spells. Have yeah. we met other witches? Yes. Yeah. What are, what are some more, like, witch powers that they have? The same ones. Oh, it's always the same ones? They Yeah, like, some of their family members had the same ones in the past. Uh, there's been another witch. Uh, she was, like, a young witch who could, like, ha- like throw heat. She, uh, yeah, of, she yeah. had, like, flames. Oh, yeah, in the very first episode, we see a witch who has, like, the worst power ever. And it's basically... <laughs> oh, God. It's basically... She can, um... She can turn. <laughs> what is that? What is that lighter thing that you use for, on like a gas stove? A burner, like a wick, um, like a long, like 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 those those long lighters where you like you pull the trigger and like the there's a little flame that comes out the end, yeah. like that kind of lighter. She can do that. This woman's power yeah. is that on all five of her fingers. That's she can just like <laughs> she can she eat has, a like, birthday cake in one go, but that's basically all. Yeah, like she has lighter fingers. Yeah. <laughs> That's like some low-level Inspector Gadget shit. That's not like a witch power. <laughs> totally. Go, go, Gadget, lighter fingers. What would you and someone comes and kills her for that power. Wait, someone kills her to get that power? Yeah. Oof. Dream bigger, you know? Like, that's a weird... <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, and, and that guy, it's like, I'm going to take these lighter fingers. Next stop, the Charmed Ones. 
<laughs> Amazing. I feel like I would maybe get stuck with like a pretty shitty witch power. I feel like it's just like in my cards to get like something like lighter fingers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's really sad is that like in general, they don't really branch out from like these ra- these series of powers. Mm-hmm. Usually everyone in this like in the series wide just has a sort of variation on a theme. Well, cause yeah. they which is- tried to like think of other ones and all they came up with was lighter fingers. And then some network exec was like, just stick to the ones you got. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, cause like they do, they do end up meeting other witches, but like in general, they're supposed to be like some of the most powerful witches in the world, mm-hmm. just in terms of the powers that they have. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for someone to like outpower them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is one guy who has a really interesting kind of telekinesis. He can like re-engineer electronic objects. Mm. And like, that's his power. That's such a weird, I always think that that's such a weird magic power to have because like, I think of magic as an ancient thing that Mm -hmm. occurs organically and electronics are such a newfangled man-made thing it feels weird mm-hmm. for magic power to be that you can control that you know i completely agree yeah what about all the people in the past who had that power and <laughs> didn't know it because there weren't electronics it was like nothing <laughs> for them to use <laughs> they've always had that power just electronics weren't invented yeah mind you this is also like the first male witch that we see so it's mm-hmm. like and they never explain that either because at first it seems like only women can be witches and then all of a sudden like they show up with this boy witch in like season two and you're like, Oh, okay. I guess that's the thing now. Yeah. Ooh. Also white lighters have different powers as well. What, what has different powers? Yes. Um, these like angel witches basically. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. They're like, they're like guardian angels of witches pretty much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And they, cool, cool. white lighters can kind of cast spells. We're not really sure how that works. They also can heal people mm-hmm. and they can teleport. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Great powers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd love to teleport. Me too. It would be very good. It would be so convenient. I used to live in Crown Heights and I dated someone who lived in Bushwick and it was just like, ugh, this trip. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. I'd never be late to anything. North and South Brooklyn, it's like, it's like a tale of two cities. <laughs> it was basically a long distance relationship. <laughs> I always say that you need a couple things to work in a relationship. Either the same schedule the mm-hmm. same neighborhood, or you need to have met before New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good... Yeah, that's a, like, I feel like different neighborhoods and different schedules, that's not going to last in the early stages, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, you need to be working, like, on a project together yeah. where you see each other every You've day. Kind of or, yeah. or, like, you're just on the exact work schedule, so you're always off at the same time, and you, like, are bored, and you're like, well, I like this person. Let's spend time. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. But here's the thing. So this is another one where they vanquish the demon, but they don't actually use their powers. So I'm really sad that this is like your first episode in Charmed where like literally like there's barely any magic. I mean, mm-hmm. all they got to do is look up in a book and they find all the answers. Yeah. I will say I still, I really did like it. It feels like they don't make shows like this anymore, but I can't put my finger on like what it is about this show. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like. Yeah, they just the shows don't feel this way anymore. It felt yeah, like so easy and so like, okay, I'm in it. Look at the tropes. I'm here for the tropes. You right, know what I right. mean? Yeah, because they they kind of have the framework of like almost like a classic sitcom, where it's episodic. Everything is starts in the beginning. It's finished by the end, and then there are some <laughs> overarching themes. 
but yeah, I mean, it's but this one is like a week, right? Right. But this one is like, yeah, steps in a different direction too. And like has different things like women in charge. It's about three powerful women. So that, yeah, that's new and different, but yeah. So it's kind of like a transitory like thing, but it's very yeah, because it's specific to the time too. I feel like it's like a drama. It's like a, it's a comedy with suspense, but it's also a soap opera. Yeah, it's like got those. It's got everything. It's got mm-hmm. something for everything. <laughs> like I feel like I could have watched this, and I could also show it to my mom, and she'd like get into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's family friendly drama with adults. Guys, watch Charmed. I'm here for Charmed. Yeah. I mean, if I wasn't, you're already watching Charmed, but. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, can we talk about little Christina Milian? Is she, what, Wait, is she in it? Yeah, she's the daughter that's missing. She's TL. No way. <laughs> Did you not clock that? Oh, my, oh my I don't God. know. I just didn't. But I'm what? So proud. She's of basically her. featured extra. This was probably her sad card. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, I'm so proud. Well, she. Yeah, I mean, I love that she pops up in there. I know, and I was like, because I always thought that she was a singer first. Uh huh. I gotcha. I always thought she was just a VJ. Am I wrong in thinking that she was she, primarily a you know VJ? What? I think maybe, maybe, maybe she contains <laughs> multitudes. You know. <gasps> Oh my God, Nick. <laughs> You're so right. And like, why do I always forget that Christina Milian contains? <laughs> well, because she's one of those people who's like, like really not specific. Like she mm-hmm. hasn't done all that much, but she's mm-hmm. been around long enough that we recognize yeah. her. We're, it's like no one. We're also not really sure what she does. She feels like she could be in anything. Yeah. She's got a little hand in everything. Okay, so okay. She's personal. So she was in, she's she's acted in American Pie, mm-hmm. The Wood, Love Don't Cost a Thing, which is a film that I think she starred in mm. with Nick Cannon, and then a bunch of like kind of like one-offs, like she was in one of the Br- Bring It On movies. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, she starred in one of the Bring It On movies, but it was like made for TV. I, I figured it out. Christina Milian was not a household name. Until she became a singer. Ah. But but prior to this, she was like a young actress. She was in Sister, Sister, Hmm. Steve Harvey Show, Charmed, (laughs) Clueless. All the hits. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. Oh, she did the... Well, that was later on. Okay. Um, But, like, all of her her roles are, like, nothing. Like, Young Lady in Hallway. So she was just, like... a working actor who was like in mm. everything, but like not really in anything. No, her her name is Terry Lane, listed in Charmed. So I think this was like her first speaking role. Okay, Terry Lane. I'm Terry Lane. Well, good job, Christina Milian. Yeah, yeah. We're proud of her. We're all proud of you. Yeah, and then she became a singer because that's what you do mm-hmm. when you're you sixteen. Over. Get it, girl. Yeah. And then she just kind of did a bunch of random stuff. A couple albums here, a couple acting things there. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, oh, but you know what's really funny? In her Wikipedia, it says acting debut 2003, 2004. It's like, no, she's been an actor, actor, actress, whatever. Yeah, you should remedy that. I mean, anyone can edit Wikipedia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, but it's like the same Wikipedia article that like also lists her acting things. So it doesn't make sense for that to be her actor. Oh, oh okay. Because she was a minor actress in the 2000s. Ah. But she really became an actress in 2003. That's when she when blew she, up. 
when she started and bring it on. <laughs> Made for TV. Bring it on again. Oh my god. But I can't believe you didn't clock that. I saw her oh. and I was like, oh my god. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if she's like a person I would ever even if I saw her today, I don't know if I'd recognize her. I'm gonna be real honest with you yeah. guys. <laughs> oh, it's just one scene. I mean, she looks 12, so, like, you'd probably just be like, who's this young woman? Right. I wonder what she's going to be like when she grows up. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I think we might have touched on everything. Yeah, we did. I mean, the Wendigo's dead. Um, <sighs> we still love Charmed. Andy had some great sexual tension with Prue, but it's not enough to bring them back together. No, and didn't have sex with the horny monster lady, so, I mean, there's hope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she probably would have eaten him during the sex, so... <laughs> like a mantis. You mean, like, the fact that he turned her down. Yes, that shows that he's still loyal. Right, right, right. He's still loyal to Prue. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, we, we we live to see another day. I don't even know what the next beast is, but you're, but it's, like, it's so one-off at this point that, mm-hmm. like, who cares? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just going to be another demon. There's no overarching storyline that's going on right now. Right. I think that's great. But then, okay, well, this next demon is actually really fun. There's, like, a weird time demon that happens next. Oh, that's fuck. Cool. That's going to be yeah. great. Well, yeah, well, he's really good. I bet Piper's powers are going to come into play. That's my uh, expert uh, opinion. Yeah. Freezing that, freeze <laughs> that time, baby. Freezing okay. that time, baby. As long as she's in the same room as the thing, because I thought it was really funny how in the beginning, right, right, <laughs> she because yeah. she's in a phone booth, she can't freeze the demon. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She can freeze like what forty people as long as they're in the same room. Come on. It's such an arbitrary. <laughs> it's such an arbitrary rule, but I guess I appreciated it because I was like, okay, I guess this world has rules. Like that's cool. Yeah. But so weird and so arbitrary. No, but they re- it really doesn't make sense because she can freeze the whole room. But then sometimes she's like, oh, I can only freeze them if they're near me. But, right. or, but then, like, if she's in a phone booth and the beast is right outside, she can't freeze mm-hmm. it. Like, See, and they, they never speak to this, but I think it's just her powers have limitations because she's still figuring it out. And so mm-hmm. she, is, she is assigning reasons why it doesn't work sometimes. They're not, they're not the real rules. She's just like, oh, well, yeah, I was inside this booth. So that's why it didn't work because we weren't in the same room. But it's actually just like I was so scared it wasn't working right. Like I love that, that. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. But she is trying to be really smart about it and like, oh, it must be this must be the rule, which is like holding her back. But that's it's they never speak to it. So this is basically just head canon. But mm. <laughs> like, it makes her character more interesting. I mean, I already like her, but it makes her character more interesting, more relatable. Yeah. Uh, and it also makes it seem like the writing is really good. So I'm yeah. your head cannon. Yeah. Oh my god. As opposed to like it just being different writers so they don't really understand her powers. So, then, <laughs> <laughs> so like this one just didn't work this way that day and the other one changes. That's that's much more much more likely. It's like the understand her powers she doesn't understand her powers she's so good at writing that they're getting that across <laughs> oh my god well okay so um so megan where can people find you like let, tell us about you know my address my social security number um, <laughs> uh primarily on instagram at megan rico 69 nice, nice. <laughs> oh, classy um, yeah, you can find me there, uh, mostly. Also, keep your ear to the ground. I'm about to be releasing, oh boy, two years in the making, Kip Jones in space. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's, Kip it's, Jones. It's, for people who don't know what it is, 
aka everyone. It's just a scripted sci-fi podcast starring our good friend Mijan. I love it. Yes. So yeah, that should be being released soon. Um, I'll like make you guys plug it when it's actually released. Yay. (laughs) Wait, is there, oh my God, wait, but there is an Instagram. (gasps) There is an Instagram for it. Yeah. There's no Kip Jones in space. Kip Jones in space. Follow that. And then I just followed. I'm the first follower. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. We're like not really, um, in the promotion mode right now, but that's coming up. And so I think everyone will definitely enjoy it when that happens. Well, it sounds amazing. So I can't wait. Yay. But you also work on Impractical Jokers, too. Or is that more of like a... Oh, yeah. I guess I always forget about my job. <laughs> um, you can catch me on Impractical Jokers After Party, which is a talk show about Impractical Jokers ah. that actually exists. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think uh, our next two episodes, I'm not sure when they're airing, but you can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did find you on Facebook uh, through that. Uh, which I is really funny. Cool. Well, you you don't have a Facebook, but the the after party oh. is on Facebook. Yeah, after party is on Facebook. Uh, I would recommend watching some old episodes of After Party. You can see me playing an alien in a green morph suit. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's truly my calling. <laughs> well, I'm I'm so excited for you, and um, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. We must have you back so you can watch a second episode yeah. and learn more. <laughs> uh, I will say I won't watch any more episodes in between now and then, so make sure it's like a real juicy one where there's a lot of plot points that I fully will not understand. Oh, perfect. Yeah, you, you won't have seen anything since the Wendigo. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll be like, I oh, love it. So much about Charmed, and I've only seen the Wendigo. <laughs> oh, I love that. Or- or like one where they've killed off like two major characters and you're like, wait, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. It was a blast. I genuinely liked it. You. I liked the show. <laughs> oh my god. Well, we're Good. so happy to have you. You will be back for sure. Yay. Yeah. Catch you on the flip. Oh my gosh. That was so fun. Yeah, no, it was a really fun episode. Megan is hilarious, mm-hmm. and I just feel like it, it felt like a like a like a legit kiki. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Gosh, we were talking the entire time. No gaps. We were having so much fun. So many tangents, just because we loved talking to each other. That's a good thing. I just think she's so funny that I'm like, I don't care what we're talking about. Just give me more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love oh, her. And also, I feel like no one really understood what I was trying to say. I actually do think that the secret agent looks like Alyssa Milano. She's just taller. Oh, I see it. Like they could be sisters. They could be sisters. And and and, it, and it's sad because you know how like sometimes like it's good to look like a celebrity and other times it's bad. Uh-huh. I think this was a time where it's like it's not good that you look like Alyssa Milano because that girl has two TV shows under her belt. <laughs> this is her third. Mm-hmm. And that woman is still working today. So you try and beat her in a in a callback. Right. You can't. If you're the same type, there's there's going to be a clear winner based on her resume. I know. And Alyssa Milano is still working today. Like, oh, yeah. She's, she's, she's an activist. Oh, she's she's a baller. I saw her like that. There's this like meme on TV, uh, not on TV, on Facebook of her like mm. talking to some talking to some person that was telling her that she didn't have. Uh, there was some law that she disagrees with that's happening in Alabama, not Alabama, yeah. Georgia, mm-hmm. and. They're like, 
they're like, you're not a Georgian. You can't tell us what to do. And she's like, my TV show films here. We employ this many number of residents in Georgia. So she's like, so yes, I can be here as a person with a interest in like Georgian Mm -hmm. economy. Right, right. We don't agree with this law. I employ all these people who live here. And they're like, well, you don't. And it's like, okay, but hundreds of people who work for me and other production companies do. I know. And so it's like, um, no, oh, no, oh, no, you better don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm just so impressed with her. She's a she's a spirit. She's yeah. not a spirit. She's a she's a force. She's a force. No. So I want to tell you about this thing. So Alyssa Milano is going to star in a made for TV movie called Tempting Fate. And mind you, if you watch this trailer, mm-hmm. she has never looked better. Oh, I need to, I need to watch it. Like she looks like Phoebe level hot. Ooh. I mean, I I think we both need to watch it mm-hmm. and just. Uh, do like a spit like a one-off maybe like a 15 minutes to discuss tempting fate mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm not opposed to that that sounds good one of those lifetime movies uh where you know some woman uh moves to a small town and oh <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa milano gets pregnant with another man's baby mm-hmm. i don't let me, let me look this up because it's like only only a lifetime movie only only a lifetime movie could come up with premises that are this juicy. Okay. So Gabby's married marriage to Elliot is jeopardized when she meets Matt Watt and begins a business opportunity and develops an emotional affair, leading Gabby to succumb to his unrelenting attention mm-hmm. and not foreseeing the life-changing consequences. Ooh. So I'm guessing that she meets another man. He is very attractive. She's a fox. Um, and, uh, gets pregnant with his baby while she's married to someone else. Uh And then he probably gets a little crazy and tries to kill her and steal the baby. That, I mean, I'm making up the last part, but like, I feel like that would be what would happen next. (laughs) That is incredibly juicy. We're going to have to watch that. (laughs) (laughs) And okay. So, uh, we will, we will, we will touch base on tempting fate next week. (laughs) Um, but till then, um, please send us your feedback, your comments, your questions. Um, we are podcast of shadows on Instagram, podcast of shadows on Instagram. We're on Facebook. I have an Instagram. Nick has an Instagram. Megan has an Instagram. So reach out. We're here for you. Reach out, but don't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. We'll see ya. Bye. Bye.